Hello, everybody, and welcome to 30 Minute Thrive, your go-to podcast for anything and everything HR, powered by MRA, the Management Association. Looking to stay on top of the ever-changing world of HR? MRA has got you covered. We'll be the first to tell you what's hot and what's not. I'm your host, Sophie Bowler, and we are so glad you're here. Now it's time to thrive. Hello, everybody, and welcome to 30 Minute Thrive. We're excited you're here, and I'm excited to introduce our guest for today. So thanks for being on the show, Sam. Happy to be here. Well, the topic we're talking about today really applies to any time of the year, but since summer is just right around the corner, I think now is a great time to talk about balancing fun and productivity in the summer. So like I said, I'm here with Sam Siebenaller. Sam is our HR services manager here at MRA. So she oversees our HR business partner teams at MRA, and she comes with a 20-plus year background of employee relations, talent management, policy development, and more. So again, thanks for sharing your expertise today and your personal experience, too. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's kind of start out with the overarching picture. So how do you define work-life balance, and what does it mean in the context of summer? Yeah, for me, work-life balance specifically means figuring out what's most important to me in my life. Mm -hmm. And then how do I make sure work doesn't take away from it while still achieving whatever I need to achieve at work, right? Um, Summer's not very different for me than the rest of the year, of course. But in the context of summer, it's really shifting schedules for my family and Mm -hmm. making sure that we kind of reset everything. Um, You know, going from a school schedule to God knows what I'm going to be doing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I was having a conversation this weekend with some parents, actually. And one thing that I thought was was funny, and I thought it was great advice for parents, yeah. is we overbook our kids all school year. They're doing taekwondo. They're doing swimming. They've got soccer. They've got baseball. Mm-hmm. What about in summer? We don't overbook them. Yeah, <laughs> like, what if we didn't? Um, and it was that reminder that I can have a life that's not overbooked, and that's going to help all of it go a little easier, right? Yeah, Absolutely. Well, we know that communication is also key between employees and managers. So when talking about work-life balance, how can people effectively communicate their needs to employers or colleagues when it comes to taking time off during the summer? Yeah, well, I think it comes back to planning. Mm -hmm. So understanding what your needs are, understanding what the business needs are, and then communicating your needs to your manager with with suggestions for how to balance it all. So if you think you need to leave early two days a week, how are you going to get your work done? If you need to back it up, right? you got to back it up. Um, you still got to do you still have to get your job done even yep. in the summer. Um, but, I, you know, I think as long as you're clear and communicate with your manager regularly, um, you know, usually you can figure something out. Mm-hmm. That's good advice. Well, let's kind of get into your own personal experience with work life balance. So how do you personally manage your workload and schedule? to make time for your leisure activities and stuff like that during the summer. Yeah. So one of the things I do is always look ahead a couple months. Yeah. So I see when do I need to take off if my child doesn't have school? When do we have appointments? When are we going to take a vacation? Where are yeah. we going next? We just got back from Puerto Rico a couple months ago. When can I go again? Planning another one. Um, <laughs> so I really look ahead and then I make sure I communicate with my team, with my peers So everybody at MRA knew I was going to Puerto Rico well in advance so that I could take off, unplug, unwind and had backups in place and a plan in place so that I wasn't working while I was off. Mm -hmm. So, again, it's all planning, communication and and really thinking about what's important at home and at work and making it happen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that kind of reminds me of like even just your calendar, like on Outlook. Well, we use Outlook, but it's so nice to like look ahead 
at coworker schedules and see like, oh, so-and-so is working remotely two weeks from now. Like I won't plan anything there. Like that's so important. Yes. So could you share any tips for setting boundaries between work and play when the lines can easily blur during the summer? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, I mentioned I have a child and um, one of the things I see parents do a lot is work when they're at their child's events. And that's great if that works for them and, and, and what have you. What I try to do is balance my schedule so that when I'm with him, I'm with him. Mm-hmm. Um, and if that means that, okay, I've got to cut out early because he's got a sporting event, well, then maybe I'm going to work a little bit on a Sunday because that yeah. brings me peace mm-hmm. um, to have my my week kind of ready for whatever um, whatever else is going to go on. So, but having those boundaries can look different for everybody. Some people here, I work on Sundays and they think I'm not, right? <laughs> um, and But for me, that boundary works. I'm okay yes. doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, where for other people, that's maintaining a very fixed schedule for work. Yep. And then cutting out at the exact same time every day because they have whatever responsibilities mm-hmm. outside of work or whatever fun things planned outside yep. of work. So everyone kind of needs to decide what their boundaries are and communicate and plan for them. Mm-hmm. So kind of going off of that, what ad- what other advice do you have for individuals who kind of struggle to have that disconnect from work while on vacation or at your kid's yeah. sporting event or just time off in general. Yeah. I think first step is understanding why they're struggling to disconnect. Yeah. Is it that they're overwhelmed at work? Is it that they love their job? And so they're choosing not to disconnect because they want to check their email. Yeah. um, And they want to know what's happening. Um, So understanding their why and then figuring out how you get away from that. So last fall, uh, last August, I took a vacation with my family. And candidly, Sophie, I worked almost every day. Um, A couple hours here and there. Yes, I did. But I looked back at it when I was planning ahead for my next trip and said, I want to do that again. Right. I don't want to run a payroll from Puerto Rico. Right. So um, and our members probably don't want me to. But uh, so I kind of looked at why. So why did I end up working every day? And I realized I didn't have a backup plan in place for some of my responsibilities. Mm -hmm. Um, I realized I hadn't set specific contacts for some people on my team if they needed things from me So I learned from that and started communicating my plan early and often for the next yeah. trip. So again, reflecting on what happened and planning ahead for yep. the next time. That's good advice. Yeah. So work-life balance also goes hand in hand with motivation and productivity. So how do you maintain motivation and productivity at work while also making time for that leisure time and time off? during summer or in general? Yeah, for me, it's all about knowing what my goals are Mm -hmm. and what it's going to take to achieve those. So, you know, thinking ahead over the course of the whole year, what do I need to keep moving over the summer to make sure we hit our targets by the end of the year? Knowing that my team relies on me also plays into that. Mm -hmm. So I need to make sure that I'm available when they need me. We were talking about Fridays, right? Yeah. Um, Before, and I know that a lot of my team has free time on Fridays when when they don't have free time the rest of the week because they're so busy working with our members. Mm -hmm. Um, And so on Fridays, I keep myself available to be there for them. Um, and, um, and I think that really, it helps them feel, feel yep. supported. It reminds me why I'm here, mm-hmm. um, what my oh, job absolutely. is, um, but still, um, you know, helps me balance my workload by knowing, okay, I'm going to keep Fridays open for my team. Yep. I'm not going to overbook myself and, um, be able to support their needs. Yeah. That's a great idea. Well, at MRA and I'm sure at other companies too, um, we do a lot of summer activities or team bonding activities. 
So do you know any other creative ways that individuals or organizations kind of incorporate that team building activities and bonding during the summer while also still being productive with work? <laughs> yeah. So, you know, lots of different ways. One of the ways I just I thought of that that I did here just last week, Friday, is I met with another member of our team out on our patio here at our Waukesha office. Love that. Yeah. Um, I, and we we had a few open items we needed mm-hmm. to discuss. We sat on the patio, discussed them, soaked up the sunshine. It was oh, yeah. a little chilly, um, but soaked up that sunshine yeah. and really felt refreshed when we came back in from it. So again, looking for opportunities to mm-hmm. just kind of maybe change your setting if you can. Yep. Um, obviously, we, we um, you know, we also work with a lot of employers where maybe we have a more fixed schedule. We can't step away from an assembly mm-hmm. line, right? Um, and so for those employers, the challenge is to find ways to incorporate it into the work schedule yes. for the day. So a lot of employers, and I love this one, they'll do cookouts um, over lunch for their teams. So provide That's a great. meal, yeah. um, encourage camaraderie, maybe set out some fun games, play mm-hmm. some eggs um, yes. over lunch, um, whether it is a catered lunch or a, or a, um, a potluck. Yeah. Um, you know, also taking opportunities for personal connection during training. So if you're a team that has some scheduled mandatory training, has com, OSHA, you name it, mm-hmm. you know, could you tack on an extra half an hour for some team building activities yeah. as part of that? And can you get it outside when the weather's nice? Because we're in the Midwest and it's not nice all the time. Yeah. Yeah. We, that um, reminds me when we had a couple food trucks last summer, mm-hmm. it kind of got everybody to go outside, take a little breather from work. Yes. Enjoy some tacos. Come back. We, oh. we joke on our team, actually. Um, how do you give your employees a taco truck experience? Yes. If they don't, we're working in an environment where you can give them the actual taco mm-hmm. truck experience. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, you know, they, if they can't step away, if, mm-hmm. if they're remote workers, how do you bring those experiences to your employees? Yeah, that's actually what I was going to ask. If you have anything else to add, I know we touched on it briefly, but what about for companies or departments who can't have flexible scheduling or yeah. um, maybe time off in the summer? What what options do they have? Yeah. So I really think it's about looking at the full year, mm-hmm. understanding the work that you do, understanding the, the business cycles for your organization, and figuring out what you can accomplish. So great example is a company we work with up in Minnesota. Their employees love their long weekends. They all go up north, right? Mm-hmm. They're fishing, they're hunting, they're having time with their families. As an organization, they're relatively small, so they could do this. They decided we're going to do four tens Monday through Thursday and a half day every Friday, so four hours on Fridays. If they have overtime, they front load it into the week, so everybody still gets their long weekends because that's yeah. what's valuable to their people. Um, and you know, they've they've made it work for mm-hmm. their organization. And I think you know, identifying that they're able to do that and then yeah. following through. Mm-hmm. Now, not every company can do that in the summer or right. around, but looking for ideas like that, mm-hmm. crowdsourcing from your own employees, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. You don't want to overpromise and underdeliver. Um, but if you let your employees know, hey, we're looking for ways that we yep. can give you more flexibility, that we can, you know, identify your needs as an individual and, and hopefully satisfy them. Ask them what they think, mm-hmm. right? That's a great um, point. And and take that, take those opinions. Look at your business cycles. Look at your needs, and try to come up with solutions. Mm-hmm. For sure. Are there any specific tools or technologies that you personally use to help manage your 
organize your time. Yeah, I just live and die by my calendar, basically, right? <laughs> um, we all do. Yes. <laughs> so um, what I do personally, though, because, you know, when you're managing a family or you have a lot of personal commitments, doesn't matter if you have kids or not, right? Yeah. Um, I make sure that my work calendar reflects my personal calendar. So I know, hey, you need yeah. to leave by 4.30 to get Owen to Taekwondo. Don't forget. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, and so I make sure I blend those calendars. We are extremely lucky to have a nanny in the summer. Um, who is amazing. Um, shout out to Colt, right? Um, and um, so we also put our personal commitments on his calendar and make sure that we all kind of know where we're going when we're going and when we're going there mm-hmm. so we can plan ahead. Yeah. Right? Um, and so really for me, it is just my calendar. Yes. Um, no, nope. I second about that. that. Yeah. Yeah. And to-do lists. Those yes. are my go-to. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think some people might be wondering, like, why is it so important to prioritize just relaxation during the summer. So are there any benefits in doing so? I mean, obvious mental health benefits from kind of unplugging and unwinding, Mm -hmm. right? Um, And then as I mentioned before, we're in the Midwest. Summers are short. Um, And so if you're somebody where sunshine makes a difference to how you feel about life, you want to find ways to get out there. Mm -hmm. Um, I was speaking with another parent this weekend and she was talking about finding opportunities to get into nature and the mental health benefits just of that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we can do that year round, but I don't love snow. So I personally try to find ways to to get more sunshine into my day. during. agree with that. Well, as we kind of close out the episode here, can you end with any other practical steps that employees or employers can take to achieve that healthy work-life balance throughout the year and not just the summer? Yeah. I mean, I think it's just continually evaluating what's working for you in your life and at work and what's not, mm-hmm. and then thinking about ways to make that better. Mm-hmm. We each individually own our lives and our careers, so it's on us to do it, and it's on us to give feedback to our employers if we're not in a good place, if we're not getting what we need. Mm-hmm. Um, without that, it's never going to get better if you don't have that work life right now. Yeah. That was a good ending point, Sam. (laughs) Well, that's all the time we have today. So thank you again for being here. I learned a lot. I'm definitely going to implement those strategies and techniques that you mentioned for my summer work-life balance. But to our listeners, I would encourage you to like, comment, and share this episode if you enjoyed it or learned something too. And also take a look at the resources that we have in the show notes below um, on becoming an MRA member. We've also got Sam's bio and LinkedIn profile down in the show notes below. So if you want to get in touch with her or have any follow-up questions, I'm sure she'd be happy to connect. Absolutely. But thanks again, Sam, and thanks to our listeners. Thank you. And that wraps up our content for this episode. Be sure to reference the show notes where you can sign up to connect for more podcast updates. Check out other MRA episodes on your favorite podcast platform. And as always, make sure to follow MRA's 30-Minute Thrive so you don't miss out. Thanks for tuning in and we'll see you next Wednesday to carry on the HR conversation.